Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everyone, and live from the Greg Williams School of Defensive Strategy, it's the Fourth and Inches <laughs> Show with Jana and the Sherpa. Hey, Jana, before we get started, who's Greg Williams' favorite reindeer? <laughs> well, you tell me, is it Rudolph? Is it Dasher? <laughs> no. Tell me, who is Greg Williams' favorite reindeer? It's Blitzen. <laughs> oh, God, we're, we're so festive. Blitzen, I guess. We're so festive. Yeah, yeah we're, we're definitely See, I'm thinking, I was thinking Dasher for all of the humans he sent in a statistically, historically terrible call. Well, that could Dasher would work, could work too. I, I just I prefer Blitzen, but if you want Dasher, like you can have Dasher. Okay. You know, we got we got it all here at the Fourth and Inches show. <laughs> uh, well, how are, how are you doing on your your victory high from the Giants this week? <laughs> um, I'm shocked. I don't think it will continue, but actually. Of course, I want them to win and to do well, but at this point, faced with the prospect of you know, having to draft 19th instead of you know 9th or 10th, and you know versus drafting 19th and having a home playoff game and getting blown out by Seattle or whomever, um, although maybe they don't get blown out by Seattle, although I think it's more likely Seattle would return the favor than that the Giants would be able to win another one against uh, Seattle, yeah. uh, but. Anyway, we'll see. But, yeah, I'm happy for them. I'm, I'm happy to see them doing well, and hopefully uh, Daniel Jones can come back and, you know, gain some semblance of health for a few weeks. But uh, we'll see. We've got Washington breathing right down their necks right now at, uh, what, four and nine? Or, or are they both five and eight? I, I'm, I'm losing track. Yeah. Uh, Giants are five, five and seven. seven. Yeah, right, and Washington. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're a real heater right Giants now. Have a, Giants have the tiebreaker because they beat Washington twice already, which makes you wonder. Yeah, and then Washington, they're both five and seven. You're right. Yeah. So, anyway. Well, we know we know the Washington football club is, is Mercury Morris's favorite team right now. Um, but yes, we've got, we've got all kinds of good stuff for you guys tonight. Uh, coming to you on a special Thursday night edition. Um, we will be here for a full hour as we are every week. We'll be here from until 9.30 p.m. Eastern time for those of you listening live. Listening after the fact, we're here for another, oh, I don't know, 57 minutes. Uh, we've got all kinds of good stuff for you tonight. Our game picks, of course, injuries, news and notes, waiver wire pickups, daily fantasy picks, and the uh, always fun who to start, who to sit. All kinds of good stuff coming your way. Um, for those of you who are in the playoffs and on your way to a championship, hooray! Um, those of you who injuries have, have robbed you of your glorious victories, we apologize. But hang around. There's all kinds of good Thanks stuff. Thanks for still listening. Yes, yes. I mean, how could you quit us? We're 11 years in. <laughs> we're, we're all common law married at this point. Um, but we do, like I said, have Thursday Night Football underway. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, but you can find us all week long all over social media. We're on Facebook at the Fantasy Football Sherpa fan page, on Twitter at the number 4THN Inches Show at JKIM16 and Fantasy underscore Sherpa. 
And right now we have the Patriots and the Rams playing. Do you want to give our game predictions for this before we get too deep into it so people don't think that we're influenced? <laughs> sure. Or under the influenced or underly influenced Always. or whatever. But um <laughs> Okay, yeah, sure. I'll 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 take the bait. Um I I was shocked by the way Patriots manhandled the Chargers last week and of course they had the advantage of not at all. I did not, and unfortunately, in the one one of the leagues where I had to win to get into the playoffs, I stacked a bunch of Chargers last week, and that didn't work out. So oh no! Well. But no, you can laugh. It's okay. No, I I would have done the same thing. Certainly wouldn't have started Patriots over them. So, um, but anyway, in spite of that, and the fact that they're still in Los Angeles, me, and the fact that the Rams lost um, to the 49ers um, just, you know, two weeks ago. I I just think that, um, I don't know. I I think maybe this is just, maybe this is just me wanting this to happen, but I think the Rams are going to bounce back and I think Patriots will score some, but I think the Rams have a little bit too much defense. Hopefully Jared Goff can, you know, find enough time to throw and still figure out their running game. It seems like Cam Akers is their lead back now, but I'll go with a predicted score of uh, Rams 30, Patriots 24. What do you think? Okay, so we're pretty pretty in line there. Um, I've, I've got the Rams also winning. I've got them winning 27-23. Thursday night games always, always weird me out. Uh, Score-wise, you just never really know what they're going to get. Uh, but like you said, it with this – this Patriots team, I don't really know what to make of them. I, I don't think they are what we saw last week, that's for sure. Um, but, I mean, maybe maybe Cam Newton's figured something out. It's hard to say. Uh, he's he's playing tonight through that abdominal injury, which may or may not be severe. It's, it's hard to tell. Um, but I just think this Rams team's a better team just overall, and hopefully they figure it out, but I think they can. So, I've got them they've, they've had such a yo-yo season. You look at it, two weeks ago, they lose to the 49ers at home. Then last week, they go and beat the Cardinals on the road, which is good. And now they come home, and you know you would think that uh, they'd be in good shape against the Patriots, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, it's it's a weird world out there. The Rams are currently up seven nothing, so we'll see. Maybe maybe it'll stick. Maybe we'll both low on the score. Hard to say. Um, but Please tell me that Josh Reynolds have... didn't score a touchdown. Uh, let's see. I just cut in this week from one team. <laughs> Which means it probably was him to score the touchdown. <laughs> um, well, Cam Newton's been underwhelming so far. Uh, and it was Jared Goff, actually, a one-yard rush up the middle. Well, QB oh, okay. Sneak. Then I, uh, I so, traded him in a different team a few weeks ago. Yeah. Hey Amen. I'm, I'm starting Taysom Hill on the team this week for the playoffs. I don't feel great about it, but here we are. <laughs> what if he doesn't start? <laughs> well, he's supposed well, to what's start. Your backup option? Adam Schefter tells me oh. he's starting, so I believe he's starting. If not, I got to go with Tom Brady. No, I don't want to do that. Um, I might actually but anyway. Brady, but anyway, that's another story. We'll, so how are you? We'll how there. are your uh, teams doing? Um, we're actually all in the playoffs. I got two teams in first place on a bye, so that's nice. We got one that snuck in by the, the skin of their teeth, but every, everything's still alive. So I'll take that, especially because I, I've pretty much exclusively drafted players who have COVID or have been injured. So we're it's a lot of smoke and mirrors here. 
<laughs> How about you? Obviously, one with the the charters. Yeah, that's not it. Needed. I'll talk about that all day because that's the one and only. Unfortunately, I have <laughs> two others or three others that were all on the bubble and fell the wrong way. And even the one that got oh. in, it was I think if Julio Jones had caught that touchdown pass at the end of the game, you know, caught that pass in the end zone yeah. at the end of the Saints game, I would have finished in first place and had a, a a bye. And because he dropped that, I finished in sixth place and have to play oh, a playoff game. Oh my there were only six teams that made the playoffs, so that was the difference between finishing in first place and sixth place in that league. Wow. So anyway, wow. hope for the best. But Talk we can use that team as a case study when we do some of our start sits later because I have some things that I want to run by you. So All right, see. let's do it. Before we get to that, we'll get to the always exciting uh, injury portion of the show. <laughs> First off, as we talked about, not an injury, but a, a loss of job. As we talked about at the, the uh, top of the show, Greg Williams, the former Jets defensive coordinator, has been relieved of his duties after literally calling a play that has never been called in the history of that situation, which is almost impossible to do, um, essentially just giving the game uh, away last week, which... I mean, that's a new and special way to try to draft number one overall. Um, so who do you think was really angrier about time. that, Jets fans or Trevor Lawrence? Probably Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Jets he put a bounty on Greg Williams. At this point. Maybe. I, nobody really talks about that anymore. I was, telling, I was talking to somebody about that on Sunday. Like, we just completely, like, absolved him of that. Like, everyone's like, yeah, you know, that's fine. Um, but he is uh, no longer on the Jets payroll. Adam Gase, however, still is, which still blows our mind. Um, you don't want to change too many things up at one time when you're successful. I, I guess. I guess. I don't I don't get it. But, that, hey, I don't have to be a Jets fan. I got enough to worry about as a Cowboys fan. Uh, the Eagles have some things to worry about, uh, notably that they're paying their backup quarterback a whole lot of money now that Jalen Hurts has officially named the starter for this week in what may be the Taysom Hill versus Jalen Hurts Bowl. Uh, so that's going to be interesting. Not sure it's an upgrade, but – Carson Wentz might be haunted like like Sam Darnold was, so it, things weren't going great. We'll see how that goes. We'll, I'm sure we'll talk about that when we get into our game predictions here in a little bit. Christian McCaffrey, uh, who has already dealt with a high ankle sprain and a sprained shoulder this season, is now showing up in the injury report with a quad injury. Uh, it supposedly tightened up this week. They thought he was going to be good after the bye week. Uh, not so much. He is really not expected to play. They They would be surprised at this point if he did. He has not been practicing all week. So not good for Christian McCaffrey owners going into the playoffs. Uh, Mike Evans also pretty decent chance he's not going to play this week. He's dealing with a hamstring injury. He hasn't practiced today, um, but the Buccaneers did get Chris Godwin back. He returned to practice today for the first time since that finger injury. Uh, looks like he is on track to play this week. We talked about your Giants and Daniel Jones a few minutes ago. He is practicing and, quote, looked good. Uh, the plan is for he and Colt McCoy to split reps this week. They're still calling him questionable, says there's a few other tests and hurdles he needs to get through uh, with this hamstring injury, but he's got a chance playing this week, which is not a bad thing. Here he has a pretty high completion percentage against air in practice. <laughs> so it's going well for him, building that confidence. I don't think Carson Wentz did, so he just he's a step ahead. Uh, the Jets not only are with uh, without a defense coordinator, but they're also going to be without rookie wide receiver Denzel Mims this week. He's going to miss Sunday's game to deal with what they're calling a family emergency. It's not injury-related, but he's got some off-the-field things he's dealing with and is going to miss Sunday's game. 
Falcons wide receiver Julio Jones, who unfortunately cost Sherpa a first-place finish, didn't practice today again with that hamstring injury. Looks like he may not play this week. Probably going to go down to game time, so have a backup plan there. Ravens activated wide receiver Willie Sneed off the COVID list today. And in one of the most bizarre stories of the last few days, Des Bryant has landed on the COVID list. Uh, he, on Tuesday, was on the field warming up for the game against his old team, the Dallas Cowboys. All was going well when apparently his COVID test from before the game started came back inconclusive while he was on the field warming up. They pulled him off the field, gave him a rapid test. He tested positive and then took to Twitter, which is always a good idea. Uh, he was sent home and tweeted out his frustration, said he was going to retire, said that he was just done with this. He was going to have a large glass of wine and, and sulk. Um, he apparently has had two consecutive negative tests since then. John Harbaugh says he's still a part of the team's plans going forward, but Nobody's really sure if Des Bryant's going to play football again or not this season. Teams including Des Bryant. So, wait and see on that. Probably rooting for the Cowboys to sneak in in the NFC least and make it to the Super Bowl so he can actually play them. Either that or he'll sign with another NFC least team in the offseason. You know, it's working out for him, you know, minus the COVID. Um, But, unfortunately, he's not not the only one out there with it. Uh, The – the Browns, Panthers, uh, Chicago, all, all dealing with some significant positives. So keep an eye on that. As always, schedule could change. We're hoping it doesn't. Uh, Washington football team running back Antonio Gibson left the game with turf toe. He is doubtful to play this week. Uh, Terry McLaurin, who's been dealing with an ankle injury, was a full participant in practice today, so that is a very good sign. Out in Minnesota, tight end Kyle Rudolph is still not practicing with that foot injury. Not looking so good for him this week. Out in Arizona, running back Kenyon Drake is dealing with a hip injury. He was limited to practice today, but he is out there practicing, so that's a good sign. Wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins, however, was not practicing for the second day in a row. He is on, on the injury report with hip, back, and non-football-related injuries and absences. I, I guess he just checked, they checked all the boxes for him. So I, I don't know. Did I'm you sure say he's play this week. or abscesses? Could be both. Hard to say. Okay. <laughs> Likely he's going to play this week, uh, but keep an eye on that. Out in New Orleans, quarterback Drew Brees was at practice. He was working out on the side. Um, weirdly, it keeps being highlighted that he was in a hat, not a helmet. So take that for what it will. Obviously, he's he's there. He wants to come back. Uh, remember, he had a punctured lung and 11 fractured ribs. They are saying as of right now, Taysom Hill is going to start this week versus the Eagles, but it may be his last start. Uh, and also running back Latavius Murray was limited today with a knee injury. He popped up on the injury report today for the first time, so keep an eye on that. And wide receiver Michael Thomas was limited with an ankle injury. He seems pretty questionable going into this weekend, so certainly uh, that's not something you went out of your lineup, but you should have another plan. Out in Tennessee, wide receiver A.J. Brown didn't practice for a second consecutive day with that ankle injury he suffered uh, this past weekend. He played through the injury during the last game. He did leave the field for a little while. He came back, um, so he's pretty questionable, but I would think more on the side of playing this week. In better news in Tennessee, tight end Johnny Smith fully practiced today with an injury, which is a very good sign. It's been a couple weeks since that's happened. So it looks like he's going to be a full go this week. Uh, Jaguars tight end Tyler Eifert was limited with a shoulder injury. He's questionable going into the weekend. Uh, wide receiver LaVisca Chenault, however, not practicing at all. He's dealing with that thumb injury. Likely a game time decision. He's trying to play through it, but they're going to see how, how it is going down to game time. Steelers activated James Conner off the COVID list, so he's going to play this week. 
Uh, Colts quarterback Philip Rivers is a full participant in practice. He's been dealing with that toe injury. Obviously, he's going to keep playing anyway, so at least he's a little healthier. In Detroit, same same thing here with quarterback Matthew Stafford. He was limited to practice with a thumb injury. He's going to keep playing through it as he has the last couple of weeks. Running back DeAndre Swift uh, was limited to practice today. They're calling it an illness. It's not COVID, and it, he's out of concussion protocol, so it seems he's just actually sick. Wide receiver Kenny Galladay is still not practicing with that hip injury. We haven't seen him in weeks. It doesn't look like this is going to be a week he's back. Unfortunately, it'd be nice to have him back on your lineup. Packers wide receiver uh, Alan Lazard was limited today with that core injury. He's going to keep playing through it, barring some kind of setback. And they did activate running back A.J. Dillon off the COVID list, who's been there for several weeks. Uh, so good to see him finally back off. Bengals wide receiver T. Higgins was limited to practice with a hamstring injury. Doesn't seem too severe. It looks like he's going to be able to play through it. Kansas City wide receiver Tyreek Hill is sick and not practicing. They're saying it's not COVID-related. He does not have COVID. He just has a cold. Uh, so as long as he gets some vitamin C in him between now and this weekend, should be okay. Cowboys running back Ezekiel Elliott is dealing with a calf injury. He's a limited practice. He should play this week. Uh, Ravens activated tight end Mark Andrews off the COVID list, which is a good thing there. In San Francisco, wide receiver Debo Samuel, well, not really San Francisco since they're in Arizona, but 49ers wide receiver Debo Samuel is not practicing with that foot injury. Keep an eye on it. Looks like he is going to likely to not play this week, but have another plan there as well. Falcons running back Todd Gurley has been limited to practice with that knee injury. He did play last week, but was very limited in the snaps on the field. Again, maybe not the guy you want in your lineup this week. Both Seattle running backs, Chris Carson and Carlos Hyde, were limited to practice with foot and toe injuries, respectively. Both of the, uh, I guess now, one and two wide receivers in Houston, Kiki Kute and Brandon Cooks, were limited to practice. Kute is dealing with a knee injury, and Brandon Cooks is dealing with foot and neck injuries. Head, shoulders, knees, and toes. He's got a little bit of everything. And in Denver, wide receiver Jerry Judy, Still dealing with that foot injury, still limited practice. Also uh, worth noting, wide receiver Larry Fitzgerald, uh, as we know, was diagnosed with COVID. He said he's focused on staying alive, not football right now during his recovery. So it doesn't seem like COVID's going well for him. Hopefully he's got a speedy recovery in his future. Also, the Cowboys and 49ers game was flexed out of Sunday night football for, believe it or not, the Browns and Giants game this week. I don't believe that. <laughs> What a world we live in in 2020. Next week, and, uh, <laughs> the Giants and Browns are playing each other this week. Oh, oh, you're right. You're right. But um, you're me also, all uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got you all fired up over nothing here. But Cowboys uh, get flexed out of the uh, Sunday night night spot here. Um, and the Bills, Packers, and Steelers can all clinch playoff berths this weekend in varying scenarios. So week 14 is upon us. It is. It is. Yeah. Here we are. How are you feeling about the waiver wire? Let's do it. Um, just, well, we don't have much choice, unfortunately, with everybody being sick or already on someone else's roster, but uh, here goes um, running backs. Uh, Ty Johnson had a nice, um, Breakout yep. game with the Jets last week. Uh, wasn't so nice if you're Frank Gore or Frank Gore owner, but uh, still happy to see him do well after uh, bouncing around the league a little bit. Uh, um, it's funny, not too often you start out with the Lions and find a better home with the Jets, but that's the way it seems to have worked out for him. Yeah, um, very strange. JD Would not have Mc- predicted that. No. Um, with Antonio Gibson out now, uh, J.D. McKissick and 
uh, Washington mm-hmm. becomes more attractive. Uh, Adrian Peterson could potentially make an argument for starting him against the Packers this weekend. Philip Lindsay, um, not really the, the lead dog in Denver, but you know if you're um, short on flex options, he's worth considering. Brian Hill, same thing with Todd Gurley's health. Gus Edwards is part of a three-headed backfield for the Ravens, but um, had a nice game, even on seven carries over 100 yards, based primarily on having a 35-yard gain on one play, but uh, he's out there in a lot of leagues still. His uh, running mate Mark Ingram still out there. Uh, Jeff Wilson, whom Raheem Mostert uh, owners have come to regret, and uh, also Carlos Hyde. Might be banged up a little bit, but a really nice matchup against the Jets this weekend. He's healthy enough to uh, compliment Chris Carson. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you there. I like the Carlos Hyde pickup a lot. Wish I hadn't dropped J.D. McKissick on one of my, actually two of my teams last week. Regretting that a little bit. Uh, <laughs> big fan of Adrian Peterson this week, too. See, I'm, I'm just really confused by that Washington-San Francisco game because you've got Jarek McKinnon and J.D. McKissick in the same game, and I confuse those two I all know. the time. So it's a lot. That's going to be it's a rough a game lot. for me to keep track of. <laughs> San Antonio Holmes is entering stage left. <laughs> yeah, and Tua is right on his tail. <laughs> Tua Watson-Sam is right on his tail. Exactly. All right. Um, <laughs> so wide receivers... Uh, T.Y. Hilton is back from the fantasy dead the last couple weeks. Um, yeah. Hopefully that can continue uh, better than some options. I mean, I'd certainly start him over Travis Fulgham or, uh, or uh, you know, some other players at this point. Um, mm-hmm. um, Nelson Aguilar is still out there in a lot of leagues. Tim Patrick, Alan Lazard, who you mentioned before, has got a core injury still but uh, seems to be playing. Hunter Renfro, Michael Gallup, I'm really sort of conflicted about that, but uh, we can talk more about that later. Henry Ruggs, mm-hmm. III, fresh off that uh, game-winning Jets-slaying uh, catch at the end of the Ooh. game on Sunday, the cost Greg Williams' Redemption job. Redemption for him. Coutte. Yes, uh, Kiki Coutte, as you mentioned, Jalen Rager, Anthony Miller, Darnell Mooney, and uh, Emmanuel Sanders, especially if Drew Brees is back this week, are all on my uh, waiver wire list for wide receivers. But what do you think? Yeah, loving T.Y. Hilton. Uh, I'm glad Philip Rivers finally, I guess, was introduced to him or realized he's on his team. I'm not sure what it took, but he's finally looking at him, which is exciting. Um, Kiki Kute, I, I'm a big, big fan of. I like Tim Patrick a lot, too, in Denver. And, uh, I mean, Henry Ruggs, I, 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 looking good out there, I got to say. Nelson Aguilar. Yeah, monster. I don't. I don't know why he couldn't catch a football season play from Philadelphia, but for whatever reason with the Raiders, he's – He's got, you know, stick him on his hands, but I mean, if he's out there, he hasn't inspired any uh, fire rescuers out in Los Angeles. Not yet. We've still got time. It's only week 14. That's right. (laughs) Or maybe, who knows, you'll have some midwife or somebody that gave birth in a parking lot somewhere say, I was, the babies were just coming out. Oh my God, what if he caught the baby? Oh man. What a full circle moment that would be. That would be that would be beautiful. All right, um, <laughs> quarterbacks. Speaking of Las Vegas, uh, Derek Carr at the top of my uh, list of underowned quarterbacks who should be considered if you need to stream a quarterback. Hopefully, you don't need to stream a quarterback if you're in the playoffs, but if you do for some reason, he's out there. 
Uh, Philip Rivers still out there and coincidentally playing against Derek Carr's Raiders this week. Andy Dalton, who hard to recommend him, but you know he's had a couple oh. of decent showings and Cincinnati's defense isn't going to scare anyone. Mitchell Trubisky, Alex Smith. Plus, Teddy it's Bridgewater. his revenge game. It is it is his that return is. to Cincinnati, the ginger ninja returning to, to the homeland, to all of the orange. Yeah, we've got uh, several of those uh, revenge games here this week. But People yeah, weren't as excited about the Richard Rodgers revenge game last week with the, the Eagles and the Packers. I don't know why. <laughs> well, especially with uh, Zach Ertz off the – COVID, I mean, I was off the COVID list, but off IR last week. The IR, yeah. That was better. To, there weren't many uh, for Richard Rodgers, unfortunately, so he probably went back to writing music lyrics, but uh, I think anyway, so. Um, <laughs> Alex Smith, Teddy Bridgewater, Tua Tagovailoa, Drew Locke, Daniel Jones, Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, they're all um, quarterback streaming options. Hopefully that's only if you're in a two-quarterback league. If you have to start one of those guys in a one quarterback league and you're in the playoffs. Uh, good luck. I'm in a two quarterback league and a two defense league. Like you start about 87 players on this team. I like it though. Who are your quarterbacks in that league? I'm curious. Uh, I have, well, I, I started out with Tank Prescott, which obviously hasn't gone well. Um, but I have Matthew I'm Stafford is one of them, which isn't great. And uh, right. I, I did have Drew Brees and, now we are very, very reluctantly in the Philip Rivers camp, which I'm not enjoying. But I mean, we're still alive. Thank God for running backs. That worked out. That worked out well for me in one league last week. I yeah. had Lamar Jackson and didn't want to wait around and figure out if he was going to be starting on Tuesday night, even though it looked like he would be. So I started Philip Rivers, but uh, that worked out okay. And then every now and then he comes out, shows up. Had a few nice games in a row, even if his foot is falling off. But um, anyway, yeah, he really um, to to, Yeah, I guess you only need an arm. <laughs> you don't throw with your feet, at least not yet. So um, <laughs> Patrick Mahomes will probably figure out how to do that. Exactly. But, uh, I was just thinking, if anyone's going to do it, it's going to be him. And then just flip it nonchalantly over his back, you know, with his feet. Yeah. While he's not looking at the. Anyway, Maybe Nelson Aguilar will show up and catch his Patrick Mahomes baby. It's almost time for that. That would be quite something, but they've already played each other twice this season. So once they <laughs> play in the playoffs, then I don't know when she's due, but uh, it, it could be interesting. So uh, subplot to that game. There's a All chance. Right. Or you could have a cardboard cutout deliver the baby, maybe. <laughs> If there's every year that's going to happen, this is the year. This is the one. So, okay. Tight ends. Uh, Logan Thomas at the top of my list. Uh, Dalton sure. Schultz. Tyler Eifert, Tyler Higby, Trey Burton, Jordan Reed. And uh, Anthony Fersker, I would have recommended, but now that uh, looks like John Ruth Smith is back and maybe not at full strength, but at least uh, well enough to play, then Anthony Fersker, you can probably uh, cross him off your list. Yeah. Unless yeah. you know something okay. I don't. No, Johnny Smith's going to play. I know that. So, Anthony Fersker, it was nice knowing you. I had you on a team last week. I appreciate what you did. But, no, we're back on the Johnny Smith train. Um, but, yes, wholeheartedly agree with Logan Thomas. Jordan Reed, even. I might take a flyer on Dalton Schultz. Yeah, I mean, Andy Dalton to Dalton. It works. 
not, not getting a lot of reads down the field because the offensive line is garbage. Um, yeah, anybody named Tyler, also a good pick. I'm with you there. Like, Tyler, I've heard a little bit better, I think, out of, out of the bunch. But here we are. All right. Some decent um, tight ends to be had out there. Pardon? There's some decent tight ends to be had on the waiver wire. Yeah. Not yeah, too much are. of a wasteland. No. Um, defenses, if you need to stream one or just want to stream one this week, uh, Tennessee, I know like, they looked awful last week, but um, going against Jacksonville, I think their defense will uh, bounce back and look a lot better, even if they aren't actually playing better this week. Uh, San Francisco going up against the football team, the football team going up against San Francisco. I, I expect that to be a relatively low-scoring game. Arizona against yeah. the Giants, Philadelphia against New Orleans, Dallas against Cincinnati, and Carolina versus Denver round out my uh, list of widely available defenses that you may want to consider streaming this weekend. I like it. I'm I'm all in on it. I got nothing to add. Okay. So Here we, we are. move on to. Just so you know, uh, the Rams are also winning ten nothing. So we're we're doing all right so far. I take it Josh Reynolds didn't kick the field goal. No, unfortunately he didn't. Okay. Um, All right. Well, not fortunately for me. Otherwise, I'd be beating my, <laughs> I'd be flagellating myself. But uh, that's okay then. Yeah. So, yeah. Still, uh, still Matt Gay. So he's he's out there kicking okay. the Anyway, All can right. we look at running backs? So get crazy. Sure. Sure. I'll start off this week. Um, Aaron Jones at the top of my list. Uh, Derek Henry who was number one the last couple of weeks, but after last week's show, I'm just uh, punishing him by moving him down from one to two, which hopefully he'll take <laughs> his motivation to carry my team to victory and the one team that did make the playoffs. Uh, Christian McCaffrey would have been third on my list, but uh, per the Jana injury report, uh, you can probably move him down a bit. Uh, Austin Eckler, yeah. Ezekiel Elliott, Ronald Jones, Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, Josh Jacobs, if he starts, Devontae Booker, if he doesn't, and then Chris Carson rounding out my top 10. Honorable mentions to David Montgomery, Cam Akers, Kenyon Drake, and Jonathan Taylor. Okay, we've got a little bit of overlap. Um, I I had, before Christian McCaffrey's leg, his quad cramped up, I had him at the top of my my list. Uh, unfortunately, he's now going to be the top of the avoid list. Uh, so, Delvin Cook getting promoted to the number one spot this week uh, against that Buccaneers team. Derrick Henry at two, Aaron Jones, Austin Eckler, and James Robinson running out the top five. I've got David Montgomery, Alvin Kamara, Chris Carson, Nick Chubb, and believe it or not, I'm going to put Ezekiel Elliott in at number 10. That was nice of you. Um, it was. Probably more than mercy ranking, but Okay. Yeah. I think so. And he does like to jump into <laughs> Salvation Army kettles, or at least he used to. I, you know, if I could get points for that, I would really appreciate it. <laughs> that would be a neat league to play in if they gave you extra points for something creative like that. Okay. We have, so, we have on avoid list. We're going to really start this. For my avoid list this week, uh, James Robinson is at the top of my avoid list. Um, I know he's Top five rusher keeps doing well even when the team doesn't well. I just wonder if uh, his luck is going to run out or his skill is going to run out at some point, if he's going to be betrayed by his uh, surrounding cast, supporting cast. Miles Sanders, Adrian Peterson, DeAndre Swift, Kerryon Johnson, 
Giovanni Bernard, Boston Scott, and uh, the recently re-signed Jordan Howard, uh, rounding out my running backs to avoid. That's right, Jordan Howard back from the dead. Concentrated (laughs) on two or three teams there, but uh, that's my avoid list, and I'm sticking to it. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, Christian McCaffrey is now checking in on the avoid list. If somehow he miraculously decides to play football, don't start him. There's just you got no business doing it. There's no good reason. Uh, Frank Gore checking in as well. Leonard Fournette, Devontae Booker, Latavius Murray, uh, Jamal Williams, Duke Johnson, Kalen Balage, Daryl Henderson Jr., Cordell Patterson, Jeff Wilson. How did Jr.'s on the list? I apologize, guys. Not profiling, I promise. No seniors or IIs? No, no. We're just taking it right right down the middle. First generations. (laughs) Okay. So, the one Gardner Minshew, I, I, I guess that means he has a kid. I mean, I guess. I don't know. I haven't Gardner Minshew, I, I have been advocating to play. Off, but, yeah. <laughs> He's been advocating okay. to play, and they won't let him, just for what it's worth. <laughs> yeah. So, quick Not case study for you. Yeah. Yes. So, the quick case study for you. So, I've got the one team where um, Derrick Henry is, is my stud running back. James Robinson, <laughs> even though I'm on the fence about him, is my number two. And then for a flex spot, I'm um, between uh, David Johnson and Raheem Mostart. Um, assuming Derrick Henry, you would start, no question, but uh, pick two of those uh, other three guys to start if you had to. David Johnson. I mean, I, I'm and... I'm still very much a James Robinson fan, uh, obviously James from Robinson. my top ten. Okay. <laughs> yep. um, and then, I I mean, I I I guess Raheem Mostert. Just maybe the matchup is a little better, but that's a tough one. Yeah, I'm I'm leaning towards David Johnson just because of his know, ceiling is definitely the, higher. Clear and and my feeling is that in fantasy playoffs, you need to go with ceilings rather than expected values mm-hmm. and floors, but uh, we can talk yeah. more about that as a strategy point later, too, but uh, anyway, how about uh, wide receivers? Who do you like? Other than Devontae Johnson, not a surprise there. Uh, he's the whole backers offense right now. Tyreek Hill, as long as he gets over whatever bug he's got, uh, I think he'll be fine to play this week. It's a, a pretty decent matchup. Keenan Allen, DK Metcalf, and Stephon Diggs. Uh, checking in at six, Adam Thielen, looking nice off the COVID list. DeAndre Hopkins, who, again, I'm not sure how injured he is or isn't, but I still think it's a pretty good matchup. Justin Jefferson, uh, Terry McLaurin, and Allen Robinson, I.I. Get my I.I.s in here. So I agree with you on six of them. I've got uh, my top two universe in yours. I've got Tyreek Hill first, Devontae Adams second. Robert Woods or Bobby Trees, as you referred to him last week, at three on my list. Oh, Bobby Trees. So far. <laughs> Amari Cooper, Mike Evans was on my list, um, but uh, we'll have to see with the injury status. DeAndre Hopkins, DK Metcalf, Keenan Allen, Stephon Diggs, and Corey Davis, who had a nice game last week in defeat uh, on my list, too. So, And honorable mentions, T.Y. Hilton, Julio Jones, if he's healthy enough to play. Cooper Cup, who is playing now, A.J. Brown, and uh, if he's healthy enough to play, and Nelson uh, Aguilar, who's uh, um, midwife and waiting, I guess. 
I'm sure he's going to be thrilled to hear this. <laughs> also, Cam Newton just threw a 79-yard interception. So, the Rams have scored again, and it's still not Josh Reynolds. So, enjoy that. No. Uh, no. My, my point <laughs> list, I've got Antonio Brown at the top of it. Uh, even if Mike Evans doesn't play, I don't think there's enough value there. Uh, Jameson Crowder also checking in. Michael Pittman Jr., uh, Curtis Samuel, Jacoby Myers, Jerry Judy, that ankle thing worries me a little bit. Nelson Aguilar, also on my avoid list, and Sammy Watkins. Still don't trust his health. Just don't. Okay. I've got um, Tim Patrick at the top of my avoid list. I know he's having a really good season, but I don't like the matchup this week. Uh, Brandon Cooks, Kiki Coutte, Ken Galladay, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd assuming that he remembers he's playing football and not MMA. T.J. Chark, Jalen Rager, <laughs> Keelan, Keelan Cole, and uh, Marvin Jones rounding out my uh, uh, wide receiver to avoid list. And dishonorable mention to LaVisca Chenault, uh, Colin Johnson, Travis Fulgham, Greg Ward, and Alshon Jeffrey. i got to say, I feel like maybe you're not very high on the Jaguars this week based off all of your avoid lists so <laughs> far. <laughs> no, I'm not. Pretty much that's, everyone that's has very, checked uh, in on the avoid list. <laughs> it's a very, very perceptive call on your part. So um, now here's here's a, another uh, case study for you. So wide receiver-wise, I've got to start three, and I've got Julio Jones, who, as you mm-hmm. pointed out, is uh, injured and not doing so well. Alan Lazard, also injured. Um, Michael Gallup, who for some reason, continues to draw a lot of targets, even with uh, Andy Dalton, at quarterback. Yeah. And then uh, um, pushing back on your avoid list, I actually dumped uh, Josh Reynolds this week to pick up um, Antonio Brown because I love the matchup against the Vikings. And also, if Mike Evans might be out and Chris Godwin, who's Looks just like got pretty, pretty out decent of chance he's not going to play. So I, I actually think, yeah, he, he didn't have a good last game right before the bye, but in a few weeks before that, he's been getting a fairly decent number of targets and also really likes the matchup and think it could potentially be a, a pretty high-scoring game. So, um, so of those four, Julio Jones, uh, Michael Gallup, um, and Alan Lazard, which of those three would you pick? Alan Lazard's definitely my favorite out of the bunch, far and away. Um, I think I'd I'd probably sit Julio Jones as much as it pains me to do. I just even if he gets on the field like the last two weeks, if you got points for how gutsy he is all day, but he hasn't been able to, to be as effective and he, he tries to show up, he'll go out there, he'll limp out, he'll get a first down when they need it, and then he's out for another three or four plays. I just I don't know how consistent he can be. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, All in on Alan Lazard. Quarterbacks. Okay. Quarterbacks, uh, Lamar Jackson at the top. Actually, he's not at the top of my list. I scrolled down. Patrick Mahomes is at the top of my list, followed by Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Goff, Jared Goff, uh, (laughs) Tom Brady, Russell Wilson, Philip Rivers, and Justin Herbert rounding out my top ten. Honorable mentions to Andy Dalton, Mitchell Trubisky, Kirk Cousins, Matt Ryan, and Ryan Tannehill. So basically half the league on my recommended list. I like it. Well, there you go. Statistically, that makes sense. 
<laughs> I've got Aaron Rodgers at the top of my list. Yeah, I guess so. It should be. It's, it's a short of what I guess. For the playoffs. <laughs> I've got Aaron Rodgers at the top of my list. Big fan of this matchup. Um, Russell Wilson checking in at number two. Patrick Mahomes all the way down at three for me this week. I think I respect the Miami defense a little bit more than other people do, but that's also not a surprise if you've ever listened to this show over the last 11 years. Uh, at four, I've got Justin Herbert, who truly has to be better than he was last week. Um, Josh Allen checking in at number five for me. Deshaun Watson at six. Lamar Jackson all the way down at seven for me this week. It was weird, but here we are. Taysom Hill at eight, Tom Brady at nine, and Kyler Murray at ten. Like I said, I have one team where I'm deciding if I'm going to start Taysom Hill or Tom Brady. Right now, I'm giving Taysom Hill the edge. Okay. Um, Especially because Darius Slay doesn't look like he's going to play for that Eagles defense. Anyway, I digress. Well, actually, you might want to rank him higher if he did play, but uh, that's beside the point. That's true. Um, the way he looks last week, you're not wrong. <laughs> well, he's, he's had the misfortune of running into a couple of really good wide receivers the last couple of weeks. Yeah. But, uh, DK Metcalf yeah. made him look pretty bad, even though he's played apparently Very pretty bad. well against him. But, uh, Very yeah, bad. DK Metcalf can make just about everybody look bad. Uh, quarterbacks to avoid who will make you look bad if you start them this week. Uh, Deshaun Watson at the top of my list, Matthew Stafford, Cam Newton, Drew Locke, Tua Tagovailoa, Daniel Jones, Colt McCoy, whichever starts, Sam Darnold, Jalen Hurts or Carson Wentz, whoever plays, Brandon Allen, and then Mike Lennon, Gardner Minshew, I I would stay away from those guys as well. Yeah. Um, I've got the, the tandem of Daniel Jones, Colt McCoy, Mike Lennon, Gardner Minshew, II at all uh, on my void list, as well as Sam Darnold, old Teddy Two Gloves out in Carolina, Philip Rivers, <laughs> Jalen Hurts. I don't want any part of that. Derek Carr, Jared Goff, uh, Cam Newton, um, obviously feeling pretty good about that one right now. Mitchell Trubisky also checking in on the avoid list. Okay. Um, quick case study for you. Um, Russell Wilson hasn't looked good the last couple of weeks, but uh, has a really um, tasty Very matchup nice against the Jets. If you had the choice between going with him versus going with Tua against the Chiefs and what figures to be, you know, a pass-heavy game or, say, even, you know, Kirk Cousins or, um, you know, Alex Smith or somebody like that, Baker uh, Mayfield, who who would you uh, – or Phillip Rivers, who would you stick with um, Russell Wilson because he's been better throughout the season or would you try to find somebody whose matchup you believe in a little bit more? But obviously, since you've ranked him second, you believe in the matchup. I feel pretty good about Russell Wilson. Uh, yeah, I, Tua for me, I think is a lot of smoke and mirrors, and that if you look at his actual numbers, his defense keeps him in the game a lot more than he actually is statistically right now. So I'm a, I'm a little more down on him as far as a, a streaming pick, but I, I just I feel like Russell Wilson, he's just got so many more weapons. That Jets defense is clearly a mess, and they're very cranky after last week, understandably so. And even though they'll get up big and they're not going to throw as much, I think he still gets enough yards uh, that you can feel pretty good about. Where Kirk Cousins may be throwing all day, but he may be throwing picks all day. We just don't know which Kirk Cousins will get. That's what worries me. He's been pretty consistent the last four or five weeks. I'm actually nice. picking Minnesota to win that game, so I, I guess I'm feeling better yeah. about it than, than maybe I should. But. Well, you're feeling <laughs> better about it than I am, but uh, we'll see. So Yeah, um, you, you and the rest of the world. Tight ends. <laughs> Tight ends, who do you like? 
Travis Kelsey, without a doubt, at the top of my list. Uh, Darren Waller, a very close second. TJ Hawkinson. Mark Andrews, fresh off the COVID list, is well-rested. Um, I, I like the matchup. Hunter Henry at five. Evan Ingram, Robert Tanyan. Not Richard Rodgers, but Robert Tanyan. The last man standing in Green Bay. Um, Eric Ebron, Mike Gesicki, and Rob Gronkowski. Okay. Um, I've got... Uh... Travis Kelsey at the top of my list as well, Darren Waller, Rob Gronkowski, Dalton Schultz, Hunter Henry, Mark Andrews, Cole Komet, Hayden Hurst, Cameron Brait, and Kyle Rudolph, um, assuming he's healthy enough to play. Honorable mention, Robert Tanyan, uh, the John O. Smith or Anthony Persker, whoever starts, Trey Burton, Tyler Higby, and Gerald Everett. How about uh, your tight end of Boyd list? Uh, I have... Uh... The aforementioned Dalton to Dalton connection. I've got Dalton Schultz actually on my avoid list this week. Um, Austin Hooper, Cole Komet, Drew Sample, Jordan Reed, Tyler Eifert, Tyler Higby, Will Disley, who I can't understand why they're just not throwing to him, uh, Jordan Aikens, and believe it or not, Zach Ertz hitting the avoid list for me this week. I don't know how it's going to go with Jalen Hurts. I don't want to take the chance. There are better matchups out there. Well, I'll bet that uh, Jalen Hurts has probably thrown more to Richard Rodgers than any of the other. That's what I'm thinking. Um, you know, you know, I love the, the third-string mentality when you get a rookie quarterback coming in, somebody who's throwing late with somebody who's not on the first team. I, I just, I think that there's Zach Ertz, especially having been injured the last couple of weeks. I don't think he's going to be the guy. I just don't. But I, I wouldn't start Richard Rodgers or Oscar Hammerstein for that matter. But uh, no, anyway, full um, <laughs> so for um, tight ends to avoid, I have my your friend Mike Gesicki at the top of my list. Evan Engram, so we apparently see that a little bit differently. T.J. Hawkinson, Noah Font, Dallas Goddard, Zachary, it's Austin Hooper, Drew Sample, Jordan Akins, and Tyler Eifert. So we do have some overlap on our uh, tight end avoid list. All the all the dialers. We recommended picking him up earlier. Maybe we don't want to start him, but hey, right. you never know. How about and you? Um, quick case, quick case yeah. study for oh, go ahead. Uh, tight ends. Um, do you start uh, T.J. Hawkinson, who's been better recently, but uh, might not have the best matchup this week against Green Bay, or do you uh, start Johnu Smith uh, against Jacksonville if he's healthy enough to play? I would actually go with TJ Hawkinson, which might surprise you. Um, Matt Stafford with the bad thumb can't get the ball downfield quite as much as he normally would. And so I think Hawkinson is a a nice underneath uh, route. He's going to be looking at a little bit more. Green Bay does give up some points. They love to do that late in the game. So there are points to be had there. And Johnny Smith, while I love him, I love the connection with Ryan Tannehill. I actually think Jack Gore's defense does a decent job against tight ends. And obviously I, I tend to, favor them a little more. I'm a little biased, um, but I'd, I'd go Haw- Hawkinson over the, um, okay. Johnny Smith this week. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. And now um, mm-hmm. defenses, I'm going to recommend, I've got three tiers for you because I know you like the tiers. Brought the tiers. Uh, Tennessee is, is first and foremost in my tier list. They're in a tier by themselves playing Jacksonville this week. Second tier consists of Dallas, Green Bay, and New Orleans. And third and final tier, which takes me up to a dozen teams, but I don't care, <laughs> is the Rams, Carolina, Chicago, Arizona, Kansas City, Seattle, San Francisco, and Baltimore. 
we never know where we're going to go with tiers. Sometimes it's like four teams. Sometimes it's 12. You just don't know. Each week it's a mystery, and I'm into it. Um, I went with the the historical 10. <laughs> I got the Saints, Seahawks, Rams, 49ers, and Chiefs in my top five. Uh, and then the Cowboys, Cardinals, the Washington football team, Ravens, and Panthers rounding out the top 10. Right, and my avoid list, which also consists of tiers and also consists of a dozen teams, has Jacksonville, Miami, Indianapolis, Detroit, and Cleveland in the um, worst tier. And then the only slightly less worst tier consists of the Jets, the Raiders, Steelers, um, the Patriots, Cincinnati, Minnesota, and Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. There's 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 some sad tears there. <laughs> tears of despair. Uh, yeah, yeah. Atlanta's on my list as well as uh, Philadelphia, the Packers, Broncos, Colts, Titans, Browns, your Giants, Buccaneers, and the Bears. Okay, shall we uh, do some game predictions? Let's do it. Let's let's see. Right, uh, I've covered. got some you're not going to enjoy this week. I can just tell you that right now. <laughs> okay. We'll see about that. Um, I'm, I have my hopes up now, but we'll see. So <laughs> Sunday, we already covered tonight's game. We're in agreement that, uh, that Los Angeles is not only leading that game, but it's going to win. Uh, yeah, we might have undersold the sport a little bit. Yeah, we may have. Uh, so Sunday early games, uh, we've got Denver at Carolina, Drew Locke. Things are better with him back. Christian McCaffrey might not be better with him maybe not back, but mm-hmm. I'm still going to pick the uh, Teddy Bridgewater's 28 over the Drew Locks 24. I'm actually going to take Denver to win this, the fighting Drew Locks coming into Carolina, who's, uh, you know, got the COVID going around. Christian McCaffrey's not going to play. Uh, and that Denver defense could show up maybe maybe give them a little a little more than they expected. I think Drew Locke is a little better than people uh, have given him credit for, and certainly last week maybe wasn't his best performance. But I think they're going to show up and steal one here, twenty three twenty. Okay. So right and just that. for the record, uh, last week, Jenna, you um, gained a game on me. You were ten and five last week, and I was nine and six. So for the chipping away season, for the season, uh, you're. Um, 117 wins, and uh, I've got one more at this point, but there's still plenty of time to uh, come back and. Uh, this week, this week, right. either going to put me ahead of you, or I am going to have a lot of ground to make up. <laughs> well, we could split all the games we disagree on, but we'll see. That's um, true. That's next, true. next up, we've got uh, Dallas traveling to Cincinnati. This uh, could be characterized not as made the game for prime time. Mr. Teams, but no. Even if it is the Andy Dalton revenge game, it's probably not the uh, primetime game that uh, you were hoping for. But uh, I'm going to yeah. go with uh, Andy Dalton to get revenge in this game. I'm going to say uh, Dallas 30, Cincinnati 21, and it's just a matter of which of the Cowboys receivers is going to have a nice game here. I'm going with CD Lamb. That's my pick. Um, but yeah, I've, I'm, I'm picking the Andy Daltons. To win the Ginger Ninja Revenge Bowl, I've got them winning 30 to 24. High scoring. Not a lot of good defense played in this game. Probably also not a lot of good offense, but, you know, points. There are points to be had. So next up, we've got um, 
uh, we've got uh, Houston traveling to Chicago, and I this I'm not sure what to make of this game. Uh, Chicago obviously has a better defense. Houston has a better offense, at least when their receivers are healthy. And to me, this is a toss-up game, but I'm going to go with the Bears just because they're at home and Mitchell Trubisky seems to be showing some signs of life and David Montgomery is back and uh, running well. So I'm going to go with uh, Chicago by field goal here. I'll say Chicago 27, Houston 24. I've got Houston winning this 28-24, so we're pretty similar on score, just flip-flop the other way. Um, I think this Houston passing attack is actually going to be the difference here. Um, I, Like I said, if Nick Foles were, were quarterback in the Bears, I'm probably feeling a little different about this game, but uh, Mitchell Trubisky does not strike fear in the heart of me or pretty much a lot of people, I think, at this point. And I just think Deshaun Watson is going to find a way to steal one here. Okay. Um, next up, we've got Minnesota at Tampa Bay, as we discussed before. And yeah, who would have thought that uh, Kirk Cousins you know, is arguably the hotter quarterback right now than Tom Brady with his uh, myriad of weapons at his disposal there in Tampa yeah. Bay. But I'm going to say that uh, Tampa Bay manages to right the ship, so to speak, this week. And I'm going to say uh, Tampa Bay 30, Minnesota 27, in spite of the big game from Dalvin been- Cook. I think it's going to be a very big game out for Dalvin Cook. I've got Minnesota winning 33-28. I think Dalvin Cook is what gives Minnesota the edge. I think Kirk Cousins just has to not lose them the game. And I think the Minnesota defense will show up enough to to be enough of a factor here. Maybe Tom Brady throws a pick six. I don't know. But I think that Minnesota's going to end up on the right side of this one. Or if that's what down it is. (laughs) It's possible. If it can happen once, it can happen again. Yeah. All right. Next up, uh, Tennessee at Jacksonville, continuing on with uh, the three Florida teams all hosting games this week. Um, Tennessee, I just, yeah, last week they definitely laid an egg and that was embarrassing against Cleveland, but I just don't see how, you know, they're going to blow a game against Jacksonville. But stranger things have happened, but I'm going to say that Tennessee wins this in a landslide. I'll say that they double up Jacksonville 34-17. I am actually, uh, as we know, this is a tough one for me. Big fan of both teams. I'm actually taking Jacksonville to win this 28-27. I think that Tennessee has has some issues. Yes, they're going to bounce back, but the Jacksonville defense isn't terrible. All, all they have to do is just score a few more points than Derrick Henry does. And that's really all this is at this point. And I think James Robinson's gonna have a great game. I think that Mike Lennon will be serviceable and they're gonna they're gonna steal this. I'm very excited for this game. Okay, next up we've got uh, Arizona traveling to the East Coast to take on my Giants. And in spite of all the hoopla and you know, people predicting the Giants are gonna win their fifth game in a row, I'm 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 not on board yet. Uh, if they win this game it might be a different story. I think they have Cleveland the week after, but um, anyway, I'm going to say here that uh, Arizona manages to win this by a field goal. I think uh, Kyler Murray will definitely outclass either Daniel Jones or Colt McCoy. DeAndre Hopkins is certainly better than anything the Giants have it. Wide receiver and running back. I think uh, Kenyon Drake will outshine uh, Wayne Gallman, who's been hot lately, but we'll see. Anyway, I think it all adds up to a close game, but in Arizona, 
um, victory by a field goal, I'll say, as Dane Gonzalez uh, wins the game for Arizona 27-24. I've got your Giants on a, on a hot streak that's going to continue. I like this Arizona team a lot. They're banged up, though. Uh, this Giants team is a little better than maybe we thought they were. Even uh, Colt McCoy or Daniel Jones, either way, I think they can still win this game. A very close game. It might come down to who gets the ball last, but I think New York wins this 28-27. All right, uh, Kansas City at Miami. Two teams played a very memorable game on uh, Christmas Day back when I was a, a wee Sherpa many, many, many years ago. <laughs> But that was uh, a wee Sherpa back in Kansas City. But um, and I don't think that uh, um, that was probably the highlight of uh, Gary Oyeprimian's uh, career to be followed uh, next season by the, the, the ill-fated uh, pass attempt in the Super Bowl against the Redskins when Aww. they were still called the Redskins. But uh, so anyway, yes. but I'm going to go with. Uh, this game will not be decided by kickers. I think uh, Patrick Mahomes uh, will decide this game. I think he'll uh, get Kansas City up early. Miami might score a few garbage time points, but I'll go with Kansas City to win this 34-24. Uh, we're, we're pretty much on the same line here. I've got Kansas City winning 31-21. Um, well, I think the Miami defense will keep it closer than some other, other teams have in the past. This Kansas City team, just top to bottom, is just better. It's just better, especially if two is under center. Brian Fitzpatrick plays, maybe it's a different story. Um, but I still think either way, Kansas City would win this game. They're saving him for the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can only hope. <laughs> Fitz magic. Okay. Coming in when it counts the most. No Fitz tragedy. Exactly. Mm-hmm. He'll be the Cowboys' backup next season. Just God, I wish. God, I wish. Right. Wanted that so bad, but no. All right. Still, still got Andy Dalton. Next <sighs> up, uh, we've got Seattle hosting a New York team for the second week in a row. Unlike the Giants, though, the Jets are not um, coming off a three-game win streak going into Seattle. In fact, they're uh, coming off a much longer losing streak. Um, I, I think. Their offense has actually looked pretty respectable the last few weeks, but you know they're just going to find some way to blow that game, and I'll go with um, Seattle to win this by a touchdown in a game that will probably be closer than people think. But I'll go Seattle 31, Jets 24. I've got Seattle winning this 35-14, so I'm certainly not in the uh, – of thinking it's closer. Uh, I think Seattle got embarrassed last week. I think the Jets are the perfect remedy to get back on track, right the ship, every other, you know – uh, way you want to put this, I think that Russell Wilson is able to just destroy this defense and as bad as Seattle's secondary is, I just don't think Sam Darnold can capitalize. Okay, next up we've got a game which I think will be one of the more entertaining games of the day and that's uh, oh, for sure. Indianapolis traveling to Las Vegas and yeah, I think this is going to be a shootout um, just going with Las Vegas primarily because they're the home team, but I'm going to say that they win this by a field goal. I'll say uh, Las Vegas 34, Indianapolis 31. I've got Las Vegas winning 31-27. So a lot of points. I just think that at the end of the day, I like Derek Carr a little better than I like Phillip Rivers, and I think that ends up being the difference for me. Okay. Next we've got uh, the Chargers hosting Atlanta. And if you like teams that – have the lead after three quarters and almost inevitably give it up in the fourth quarter. Then we'll have, we got the game for you. 
my guess is the way this is going to go down is that uh, it's going to come down to the last play of the game. Justin Herbert's going to throw an interception the, you know, to an Atlanta defensive back, and the um, defensive back is going to be running towards the end zone, and then he's going to forget how much time is left in the game and kneel down at the one-yard line, costing the um, <laughs> Falcons the game then. So I'm going to go with the Chargers to win this 30-27. to 27. I've got the Chargers winning 31-24. I, I, I didn't have quite as nice a picture to paint there. I just think the Chargers are – last week was a blip in the radar. This is not the team that, that exists. I, I don't know what happened last week, but I think we're going to see the real Chargers. Uh, and I just will never pick the Falcons win a game. So Chargers all the way. Green Bay at Detroit. Um... Yeah, maybe maybe teams need to fire their coach if they want to win their next game, but they work for Detroit, work for Atlanta. But um, I, I don't think either of these teams is firing their coach this week. And thus, I think from what's left on the field, I'll go with uh, Aaron Rodgers to win this game pretty handily. I'll say Green Bay 34, Detroit 21. I've got Green Bay winning 33-23. Um, Packers defense just gives us a little too many points for my liking, so I think Detroit hangs around, but – uh, Green Bay will will still win this handily. All right, New Orleans at Philadelphia. Earlier this season, you probably would have thought this would be Drew Brees against uh, Carson Wentz, and of course, instead, we're likely to get Taysom Hill against uh, Jalen Hurts. Of course, one of those is due to injury. One is due to uh, non- mental injury. Non-injury. <laughs> no, I don't think that's fair. I think they're just that team is just such a mess right now. But uh, yeah, I don't. Um, I don't think it matters who you put behind that offensive line. It's not going to be a good day. Probably not. So <laughs> anyway, I'm going to say that New Orleans uh, manages to win this game. You know, even with Taysom Hill at quarterback, I'd like it even more if Drew Brees were there. But assuming that Taysom Hill is the quarterback, I think Philadelphia will find a way to mess this up, so I'll go with the final score of Saints 27 and Eagles 21. I have even less respect for the Eagles. Uh, I've got New Orleans winning 27-17. I think that Taysom Hill will be all right. Uh, Jalen Hurts is going to get his welcome to the NFL, I think. Okay. Washington at San Francisco, but it's actually at Arizona. Um, should be an interesting game. Uh, Alex Smith, I'm sure, will take uh, pleasure facing his former team. But um, yes, I, you know the team that drafted him many years ago. But um, I think that um, San Francisco is going to find a way to win this, you know, in spite of their uh, you know injuries at quarterback and wide receiver and an uncertain situation at running back and. No, uh, George Kittle, but uh, or probably not anyway. But I'm going to say that uh, Washington's run luck runs out, but uh, they'll still remain tied with the Giants after they lose. But I'll say San Francisco 28, uh, Washington 24. In good news for your Giants, I'm taking Washington to win this game, 28-23. Alex Smith will get a little bit of revenge. Uh, I just I think that believe it or not. Even even without Antonio Gibson, I think Washington might be a little bit more of a complete team right now than the 49ers, which feels weird to say, but I, I think that's actually what's happening. Okay. Um, next up, we've got 
Pittsburgh traveling to Buffalo. Pittsburgh, apparently, you know, I didn't see. I saw some stop the steal signs at the game, but not stop the Steelers, but that's what the football team managed to do. I think Buffalo is going to uh, keep the, um, the Pittsburgh streak going in the wrong direction here. I'm going to yeah. say the Josh Allen, much as it pains me, uh, keep things going with a 31-27 <laughs> victory over the Ben Roethlisberger's. I've got, I also have, I've got the fighting Josh Allens uh, beating a, a fresh off COVID James Conner. Um, I, I think Buffalo just overall better team. Pittsburgh's still figuring out what's going on just with their schedule and their locker room. And, uh, you know, I just, I like Buffalo a little better this week. I'm going 28-24, Josh Allens. Well, we'll see. Maybe Beast Mode will show up for a pit. I guess it's too you never know. for him to go through all the COVID protocols and things. But, if uh, anyone could, it's him. Addition. If anyone could just smash through COVID protocols, it's Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. So, and then uh, finally, the Monday night game, we've got uh, Baltimore um, traveling to Cleveland in an AFC North rivalry game. Cleveland, uh, they've surprised me. They bounced back and they're actually in pretty decent uh, playoff position looked, right now. They looked but, like uh, a real football team last week. Yeah, they have. And, you know, they, they gave up a lot of points in the second half, but I. I don't think their string is going to continue. I'm saying that uh, back at home, they're going to come back to earth. I'll say the Lamar Jackson's 34 and the Baker Mayfield's 24. I love Cleveland hanging around a little bit in this game. I think it's a little bit of a shootout. I've got uh, Baltimore winning 30-26. to 26. Baker Mayfield's hanging around. Lamar Jackson looking good, but Baltimore's still kind of figuring their stuff out. Des Bryant's very upset. Um but it'll be a good one. We haven't had a really good Monday night game in a while, so I'll take it. All right. Happy to have Cowboys. <laughs> uh, let's, just, let's just briefly get into, real quick, a couple of DFS picks for you this week. Uh, obviously, we like to highlight some values here uh, to help you, you know, save a little money, make a little money. We like to do that here at quarterback. I like Justin Herbert to bounce back. Mike Glennon, since I, I'm picking the Jags to win this game, Sam Darnold, haunted or not, it's, uh, it's a defensive matchup that is forgiving for him. At running back, Aaron Jones, Wayne Gollum, David Montgomery, and J.D. McKissick, who we talked about, going to see some more carries this week. At wide receiver, D.J. Chark, the healthiest out of the Jacksonville wide receivers, Mike Williams, T.Y. Hilton, who's back from the fantasy dead, and Tim Patrick. At tight end, the aforementioned Robert Tanyan, unfortunately not Richard Rodgers, but Cole Kmet and Jordan Aikens. And uh, defense-wise, Seattle and Washington, both good looks there. If you're looking for stacks, Miami, the Chargers, Jacksonville, and Arizona, all good bets there. Thank you so much for listening, guys. We'll be back with you next week. Uh, COVID-bearing, of course, and my work schedule is chaos. But I think we'll be here for another normal night and normal time Tuesday from 8.30 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern time. As always, you can find us all over social media on Facebook at the Fantasy Football Sherpa fan page on Twitter at the number 4THN Inches Show at JKIM16 and Fantasy underscore Sherpa. And if you missed any episodes, you need something for your travels, you just missed the sound of our voice, whatever works for you, you can find all of our back episodes uh, on anywhere your, your favorite podcast providers are, as well as our Blog Talk Radio show page. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Good luck in your playoffs, unless, of course, you're playing us.